Human Sacrifice. Welcome to Community News. My name is Paul. And my name is Sasha. Hello there, Sasha. How are you today? I am fine. I am happy that I was not human sacrificed this weekend. Me too. You were regaling me with a Labor Day story of a party you went to that you were afraid that you might be the tasty morsel that everybody partakes in eating. And uh, it did not happen. Right. I'm not sure if that's because we had just watched an M. Night Shyamalan movie where human sacrifice was part of it, or if it was just that I've never been to a party where I really didn't know the people having the party or the people who were going to be at the party. And there was a little bit of a Rosemary's Baby kind of thing, memory going on in my head. But actually, they were just lovely, friendly, welcome, inclusive people that wanted us at their birthday party. Oh, that is so nice. But I do find it shocking that you would see a movie and automatically equate it to your real life and say, this is going to happen to me. You would never do something like that. I didn't say this is going to happen. I just said because my mind, unfortunately, wanders. Right. I wish it was just a logical mind, but it's not. And I thought either these are the nicest, friendliest, most inclusive people in the world, or we may end up human sacrificed or you- swingers party. Now, how would I announce that on Community News? Sasha, no more human sacrificed, eaten. I don't know. I'd have to think of a good headline, which is. Sasha makes the ultimate sacrifice. Welcome to Community News. My name is Paul. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no more Sasha. Uh, Anyway, well, Sasha's here. She was not sacrificed. You had a good Labor Day besides your fear of going to a party. Everything else was good. It wasn't fear. Hey, it was adventurous. We were like, don't know anybody, don't know the person having it for more than 10 minutes, but they invited us. So we said yes. You know how they say, say yes to everything? Right. Now, what happens if it had been swingers? Would you have said yes to that at that point also? I was joking. I hope it's not swingers or human sacrifice. Um, Which would have been worse for you. (laughs) I think swingers would be worse. (laughs) (laughs) So actually being sacrificed would be worse than swinging with all the people who were at the party. Oh, better. Against the people at the party. It's more that, well, I don't even want to get this personal. (laughs) Okay. Time on the show, I said that women in their 50s talk about a certain thing happening. And then I'm like, that hadn't happened to me yet. And why is it all anyone talks about? And now it's happened. And... It would not make any kind of sex very comfortable. Let's put it that way. So it sounds like you had a great Labor Day. All you had to do was worry about swinging, human sacrifice, or whether it's going to be. It's like a Russian roulette you had going on at this party. Exactly. But it was just a nice gathering. Oh, that's so sweet. Part of their friendship. Of all community news fans who could not wait to meet Sasha in person and see how she really is off the air. That's right. Excellent. Anyway, so happy days are here again. It's Tuesday, which means 95, if not 90, 99% of the kids are back in school. The streets are free of kids for the mornings and afternoons. Hallelujah. It's the happiest day of the year. It's Paul's Kumbaya. It is. It is. Kumbaya. It's New Year's and every other Mardi Gras and every other crazy holiday wrapped into one. All wrapped up into one. I'm the crazy guy dancing a jig on the lawn as every school bus goes by, waving to the kids as they're drawn off to their school 
tortured for yet another year. It's wonderful here. Well, and I feel that we have to give an, an a, a, like a weird nod to the no longer with us Jimmy Buffett, who was a Labor Day favorite for people all over the country because he signifies summer and whatnot. And I have to just say, I watched a funny interview with him today that was from 1997 from 60 Minutes. And they showed footage of the parrot heads at one of his contests with the parrot hats and wearing parrots on their head, parrots on their nose, on their noses, lays, Tommy Bahama clothes until they invented the Margaritaville clothes. And I can safely say I was like, I never really wanted to go to a Jimmy Buffett concert as much as I'm a music fan because I'd heard about the parrot heads and because he really only has one good song in my opinion. And I, and like most people I like to see, and I especially like to see them before they die. And watching this 60 minutes piece made me so happy with my decision that I did never go to a Jimmy Buffett concert <laughs> Nothing against Jimmy Buffett, but these people, even to the point that if anyone looks this up on YouTube, this 1997 60 minutes piece where he was interviewed, he said in the first three minutes when they asked him about the parrot heads and his fans, he goes, it's nice. It's so nice to have these loyal fans. He's like, but then sometimes I'm also like, geez, get a life. It's a made up thing. He was telling the his own fans to get a life. Amazing. I, it was the most amazing interview I have watched in a long I was going to ask you, but you've answered the question. You're obviously not a parrot head then. I'm not a parrot head. And really, like, watching this, remind me, this is why I never went to one of his concerts. I'm just echoing what he said himself. He literally said in this interview, like, that sometimes he wants to tell his fans to get a life. He's like, it's a made-up thing. He almost could not believe himself that he wrote a song that he said took him six minutes to write. And he said, I'm not a great singer. I'm not a great songwriter. I'm not a great guitar player. But I make no apologies for being a good businessman because he figured out how to parlay that one song into, you know, bars and restaurants and hotels and an a senior citizen community in Florida and clothing. And he said, so many musicians are bad at business, but you know, I'm proud of being good at business. And I thought, why didn't we write to Jimmy Buffett when he was alive and ask him how to further monetize community news? How do we open up community news hotels and bars and active adult senior citizen communities in Florida? Who he could have been a community news fan. We don't even know at this point, and now we're never going to find out. That, he literally could have helped us. I mean, he obviously is like the ultimate marketer, the ultimate promoter. He turned one six-minute ditty into, you know, a billion-dollar industry. I mean, that's amazing, don't you think? Crazy, crazy. Should we open up some community news hotels. That is a good idea. Now I like where you're going with this. Well, like at his hotels, the whole thing was he would have like the surfboards, the tiki hut. So we would have to, what would we have at our hotels? We'd have to have the stone wall. Right. We'd have to have the hi-ho sign. We'd have to have some things that. Well, obviously we would have, you know, a restaurant which has salad and candy bars mixed. Oh. And upside down pizza. Coach Fowler, we would have his pizza there featured. Absolutely. You know, things like that. The buffet breakfast and lunch and dinner. Right. 
I think this is a golden opportunity. And in the next few weeks, we'll be rolling it out on our website so people can make bookings to stay at our new hotel. Now, do we need to call it Community News Avil to make it fun sounding like his? Because part of what people liked, they said about it, was they were escaping jobs that they hated and the urban grind to get away to this mystical place called Margaritaville, which he even said, it's a made up place. I think that this is such an important decision that we should spend more than 30 seconds on it, perhaps two minutes on it after the show, and then we can decide what it's called. Because this is going to be a lifetime. So to spend one second on it, you know. But I want to give a shout out and a warning to the people who are mirroring the 1980s by putting piles of dog shit on stoops, pressing the doorbell and running away. Flaming piles of dog shit have made a comeback here in Townport. Obviously, somebody has been renting at Blockbuster all the 80s shenanigan movies and is recreating everything that's going on. It on Moms of Townfield, and then I read it on um, Townport Front Porch that this is now all the rage again. Dogs shit in a bag set on fire in front of someone's house. And I had the same thought as you. I was like, it's the end of summer. Moms don't know what to do anymore with their kids. They've done all their traveling. They must be renting the 80s movies or finding them on Netflix and Roku. And someone got the idea. And kids, that's not a good idea. That's just not nice. It's not nice. It's funny. It's eighth grade humor, something that we do love, but please do not do it. And um, now that everybody knows my address because Sasha gave it out of me walking around naked, I do not want to see any naked poop bags on my front step, okay? They put poop bags out there burning so that you are naked and you have to come outside (laughs) to hose it down. That is some sight that that the Townport people are going to see on my front uh, lawn. The Townport paparazzi will be waiting with their cameras to get shots of you skinny, naked, and not afraid and putting out the poop fire. Anyway, much kudos to your 1980s pranks. I do have to say I do love it. Uh, Happy Labor Day day after everybody. Happy holidays. The kids are back in school. And uh, unfortunately, Jimmy Buffett is still dead. And that wraps up this episode of Community News. And as always, my name is Paul. And as always, we are sad about Jimmy Buffett. I don't want to make it sound like I'm making fun of him. Just the whole 60 Minutes piece. Watch it. It's funny. Paul, I'm wishing you a frozen concoction to help you hang on. And with that, I will see you next Tuesday. We love you, community. Take care. Bye. Get ready for Community News of Hotels and casinos. Take care. Bye.